I was looking for the, you know, at the big picture. I was looking for the growth opportunity, the greener grass. The seedling grass was going to sprout up into full blown, just lush, verdant earth. Okay. And less than a year into our green grass experience, into our Moab move, I was terminated. No fault of my own, no animosity. It's just that the grass was not as green as it needed to be. And in less than a year, we found ourselves homeless. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Hello, Apples. Welcome or welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Dr. Sharonda Simone. Thank you so much for tuning in this Sunday or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever you are listening to this episode. Thank you so very much. I am eager, very, very eager to share the information with you today. I've decided that I am going to do a Bible study on the book of Ruth. It's going to be exciting. It is going to be life impacting. There is so much that the Holy Spirit is downloading as I'm reading through the book of Ruth. I have read through it before. However, Holy Spirit has me seeing things from a different perspective. Every verse is just full of so much goodness and so many life lessons. Now, I know that you've probably heard preaching and teaching before about the book of Ruth. However, apples, I know that there is something specific that Holy Spirit wants to do with this teaching and through this podcast, okay, so through this series. So I just want to encourage you and urge you to show up every week for the new episode, okay? So we're going to be doing a Bible study, the book of Ruth. I will consult with Holy Spirit to see how far we're going to get into it before he has me change course. But as it stands, I believe he has instructed me to go from verse one all the way to the end. So I am currently doing my own Bible study and I figured I would come and share it with you here on the community because it has just been, it's just been so eye-opening, you know? And like I said, I've read the book of Ruth before, but this this is different, Apple. So anyway, um, welcome. I'm so happy that you are here. I want to say thank you to all of our new listeners. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. You have caught us at a really exciting time. We are in season six of The Good Apple, so you have lots of seasons to get caught up on. And it's an exciting time because 
Holy Spirit is, he's, he's moving, he's shaking, he's, you know, switching things up a bit. He is convicting us in love. He is showing us and he is instructing us like never before. So this is a great time to get involved with the Good Apple community. And I'm really happy that you're here. Please let me know that you are, okay? Because every episode I do a Good Apple shout out. So later on in today's episode, I will do our Good Apple shout out. So make sure that you stay tuned for that because it could be you. But if you have been listening in and you haven't let me know, you know, then please do so. I look forward to acknowledging all of our listeners individually because it is, it's, it's important to me for you to know just how much I appreciate you being here. You know, there are so many other podcasts and TV shows and, you know, so many other distractions that you could engage in, however you have given me this time. So thank you so very much. I pray that you continue to show up every Sunday. So if you're new, welcome. Let me know you are here. If you are a returning listener, hello, Apples. If you have any testimonies, you know, anything that has impacted you, from you've been listening to the the podcast let me know okay reach out because i do like to stay on top of and stay in communication with the happenings of the community so again reach out to me all of the information will be down in the show notes so that you can click on the link and you know we can stay in touch okay Alrighty, so let's take a quick break and I will do the good Apple shout out for this Sunday. So stay tuned. This episode of the Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by DrSharondaSimone.com. Christian lifestyle, beauty, and evangelism. It's the one-stop shop for luxe on the low living, home decor, motherhood, aging gracefully, and Christian lifestyle and inspiration. So be sure to check out drshondasimone.com and join my exclusive email listserv where you'll get content specially crafted just for you from me. Head over to drshondasimone.com for more information. Now back to our show. All right, see apples. This week's good apple shout out goes to an extraordinary woman. All right, she is just effervescent when she walks in the room it lights up and I can tell you this because I have known her for the greater parts of my life she is a wonderful woman a a very powerful woman a loving woman and she loves the Lord I'm speaking of my aunt Suzanne she's also known as Lady Butterfly and usually I don't give as much information about my good apples that I'm doing the shout out for just in case you know they want to have some some little anonymity however this week I know that the good apple shout out Suzanne, my aunt Suzanne, she is not going to want to be hidden at all. She's that kind of person. So uh, aunt Suzanne, thank you so very much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the community. Um, And I just pray that you continue to show up and get blessed by the information, godly information that we're sharing here. Of course, all praise be to God. We are so happy to have you as a part of the community. So aunt Suzanne, Thank you so very much for being here. I am going to try my best. I'm going to try my best, Apples, to keep today's episode short. 
you know that once I get to talking and I get to sharing from my heart that I can be long-winded and most of you don't mind however I do want to try to keep things circumspect today because I'm going to be sharing a lot of a personal story with you and since it's a personal story there's just so much detail that I could share with you but I just I pray that the Lord helps me to deliver it very succinctly However, I want to make sure that I share enough with you so you can truly grasp what God has for us in this episode. All right, so if you're able to, go ahead and bow your head, close your eyes. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for today. We thank you for sparing our life, Lord, for sparing our lives to see another day. Lord, we know that that means that there is work left for us to do that there are lives left for us to impact god so i ask right now that you would just help to position us lord so that we can cross paths intentionally with the people you have for us god i ask right now lord that you would just help to remove any distraction god any tongue ties and misunderstandings lord we come against any plans of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. God, I ask right now that you just use me, Lord. Use me to reach your people and those who I'm sent for, God. I ask right now that you would just remove any distraction from the midst of our listeners right now so that they can receive what you have for them, God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we ask that your mercy and grace rest upon us as you are exposing any dark areas of our life. Father God, we ask right now that you would help us, Lord, to stay disciplined and patient as we wait for the next step for the plans you have for our lives, God. Thank you so very much, Daddy. You're such a good Daddy. We love you. We worship you. We give you all the praise and adoration. You are so good to us. Thank you, Jesus. All this we ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. apples i hope you are ready i hope you're ready because i am i am brimming with excitement and anticipation because i, I just know that whatever god has for us in the book of ruth is it's it's amazing okay it's amazing you know don't take my word for it just show up until the end of this series okay give me till the end of this series and if your life has not been impacted then you know what let me know okay let me know maybe i have missed the mark however anytime we're talking about the word of god that's impossible okay because god's word is god's word and it is the living word so it must move it must reproduce all right okay apples if you're able to go ahead and grab your bibles turn to the book of ruth all right, we're going to be reading from verses 1 all the way to verse 7. Okay, so verse 1 to verse 7. If you can't read it now, not a problem. All right, but I do encourage you to go back 
sometime today, tomorrow, in your quiet time and read it, okay? So, verse 1 reads, In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech. His wife's name was Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Malan and Kilian. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to Moab and lived there. Now Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left with her two sons. They married Moabite women, one named Orpah and the other Ruth. After they had lived there about ten years, both Malan and Kilian also died, and Naomi was left without her two sons and her husband. When Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had come to the aid of his people by providing food for them, she and her daughters-in-law prepared to return home from there. With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Okay, Apples, let me set the scene here for you, okay? So Bethlehem, which is where Elimelech, Naomi, and her two sons were living, there was a famine there, okay? And so the resources were low. There weren't opportunities. There wasn't enough food. So Naomi and her family, they left and moved to Moab. Why? Because Moab, there was no lack. There was food, resources, better opportunities. Essentially, they left for greener grass. Then after 10 years of living away from home, Naomi is forced to return to her hometown with her two widowed daughters-in-law. So when she left Moab, Naomi left without a husband and without her two children. She had no heir. Now remember, she had left Bethlehem for a better life, okay? The greener grass, opportunities, a future, a hope. But she returned to Bethlehem with less than what she left with in the way of provisions because you know in that day women they weren't able to really survive on their own okay because it was not common or recommended because women didn't have the same opportunities to work and earn money so there really weren't provisions in place for women to sustain themselves not like there are now, okay? So having a husband wasn't simply a desire. It was really a necessity for life. Now, as I was reading Naomi, I or as I was reading the book of Ruth and, and I was thinking about Naomi, it made me want to ask questions, right? You, you know that I like to ask questions anytime I'm reading the word of God and so it got me thinking, you know, to myself, have I ever been like Naomi? Have I ever left for greener grass with all of my hopes and my dreams ahead of me? You know, and maybe you can relate, you know, in your life, maybe you've set out for a better opportunity and you're depending on others and loved ones to be there for you. And they are committed to be there for you. But then in the end, you find yourself alone right? Maybe you are widowed. Maybe you're a widower. Or there is now lack in your greener grass opportunity and you're left without a clear future. 
in those moments, you know, we have to make a hard decision, right? So here it is, Naomi left. She left people behind, okay? She left people behind and her goal was to go and do better elsewhere. She and her husband had this awesome plan. They they left with their two young sons and they were going to go to, to Moab and they were going to be something, do something, acquire more. But she had to make a hard decision to go back to her hometown where others will no doubtly be, be looking at her, right? And some of them probably laughed and said, well, you know, look at her. She thought she was going to leave and do better than staying here. Now, as I was reflecting on Naomi and Elimelech and their two sons, Holy Spirit reminded me like, you know what? You have had a Naomi season. Apples, have you been in a Naomi season, right? Maybe you're in a Naomi season right now. Times when, you know, things haven't worked out as you planned. When your dreams and goals, they get turned upside down and you have to stop, make new plans, reevaluate your steps, reroute your life course. Essentially, you have to go back home, go back to the land where you left. So Holy Spirit reminded me of my own Naomi season. Now, Granted, during my season, okay, I was married, but the similarities are still there, okay? So a few years ago, well, quite some time now, since I graduated medical school, I had lots of opportunities. And I decided to take an opportunity that was a little closer to, a little closer to my heart, okay? So I went out on faith and I convinced my husband, all right, now you have to realize we were newlyweds, like the ink wasn't even fully dried on the marriage certificate. And I convinced my husband that we should leave his hometown in Pittsburgh, right? That's where he, he was born and raised. That's where all of his deep roots were, his support system, everything he knew. I convinced him like, hey, you should move with me for this greener grass. We were going to, you know, move to Georgia and just take over. We were going to move to Atlanta. The the motto for me at that time was buckhead or bust. Now, I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with, you know, Atlanta and the suburbs, but at that time, buckhead was, I mean, like the, 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 the place to be, the place to go, right? The place to succeed if you're going to be in the South in this region. So I remember having conversations with my newlywed spouse. And even before we got married, convincing him like, look, I know that everything you know is here. And my family, you know, albeit that they are, you know, Jamaican, they were, have been living in Ohio for decades, for as long as I can remember. So my roots were only three to four hours away right? So both of us had deep roots in that area. We had support in that area. But I was able to convince my spouse that there was a lack there, that we were not going to be able to flourish and grow as a couple and, and do all the things that, that we wanted to do and accomplish, but that there was this greener grass opportunity on the other side in Buckhead. Buckhead or bust, which meant like the goal was to live and thrive in Buckhead 
and nothing else mattered. Like that was our heart's desire. That was our passion. That was our drive. And so I convinced my husband and he and I moved, right? You know, so we got married and like after our honeymoon, we landed in Atlanta airport and we began our life, our lives together. And it was such an exciting time and the grass truly was green and it was just so lush and there was just so much, you know, just happiness. I cannot recall a time in my life where I was just so happy going to work every day because again, the position I took was close to my heart. And even though I wasn't making as much money as I could have in other opportunities, I was looking for the, you know, at the big picture. I was looking for the growth opportunity, the greener grass. The seedling grass was going to sprout up into full blown, just lush, verdant earth, okay? And less than a year into our green grass experience, into our Moab move, I was terminated. No fault of my own, no animosity, it's just that the grass was not as green as it needed to be. And I remember the day when I got that call and I still remember it as though it was yesterday. It was on a Friday and I got a call that said, you can come to work on Monday, but I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to, to keep you on. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, again, there was no animosity. No, there was no problem as far as I knew. And I remember laughing hysterically, not because it was funny, but because I was in so much shock. And so as I was reading Naomi's story, here it is, you know, she got 10 good years. I didn't even get one, right? I am a fully licensed, surgically trained doctor with all of this potential ahead of me. I had convinced my spouse to move. He had, he had uprooted himself. I had uprooted myself. All our support systems were in the Midwest and here we are in the South. And the way things are in that area, it took him nearly the full year to find a job. You know, he was actively looking at that time, but it took him nearly a year just because of the market. We were both in in a, a pickle, for lack of better words. And I remember just feeling so alone, not because my husband wasn't there. I mean, he definitely is, you know, he is what I like to consider the, the one who can get me to calm down, you know? Um, he's that person that I, I thank God for him. So it's not that he wasn't there, but I just remember thinking, wow, this was our greener grass moment. This was our moment to shine and thrive and, and begin something beautiful together. And we had some beautiful memories. We really did. But ultimately, it was a Moab move. And in less than a year, we found ourselves homeless, right? Because if there's no income, then you can't this episode of the good apple podcast is being sponsored by drsharondasimone.com christian lifestyle beauty and evangelism it's the one-stop shop for luxe on the low living 
home decor, motherhood, aging gracefully, and Christian lifestyle and inspiration. So be sure to check out drshondasimone.com and join my exclusive email listserv where you'll get content specially crafted just for you from me. Head over to drshondasimone.com for more information. Now back to our show. You can't keep a roof over your head. You can't pay bills. You can't put gas in the car. You can't put food on the table. And so... We had to make a hard decision, just like Naomi, just like Naomi. We had to make a hard decision. You know, do we go back? Do we eat humble pie? You know, I mean, we left, we, we left like, oh, that's it. We're going down south. We're going to do great things. And now we're looking like, hmm, Lord, what are we going to do? We have no place to sleep if we can't pay the bills. And there were quite a few things that happened in between that I won't get into. But the point of the matter is that, you know, uh, just last night, I was talking with my husband and we were talking and we were, we were reflecting on how God, you know, has just been so good to us and he's changed our passion and our desire because we both used to really want to live in that big city, the greener grass, right? Moab. But then it turned out that we couldn't. And so we had to, at the last moment, we had to return home. I remember calling my mother and saying, hey, can we come and stay with you while we figure things out? Imagine the humility. Imagine the embarrassment. That was real. Hey, lady, are you a woman who loves the Lord and who also enjoys beautiful things? Well, if you are, then you are personally invited to join my exclusive Christian women's group. In this group, we chat about clothes, beauty, home decor, parenting, marriage, cooking, and of course, our Christian walk. It's Christian lifestyle all-encompassing. I send exclusive emails with the helpful lifestyle information as well as godly inspiration, and I send it directly from me to you. We also have random goodies and giveaways, so be sure to join by clicking the link below. I hope to chat with you soon. Now back to our show. I want to encourage you in this moment, if you are in a Naomi season, if you are in a Moab moment, just realize that God has not forgotten. He is not taken by surprise. Even if your move wasn't your best move, go back to God. Go back to your hometown, whether figuratively or literally, all right? God is still there. He can still rewrote and reposition your course. So Hubby and I were talking last night and we were just thanking God because this move, you know, albeit, like I said, a few steps happened in between and now we are way south. We actually live closer to Tallahassee. Uh, than we do even my job, right? Because a lot of you know that I commute over an hour each way for work. So we're way, way south. We are nowhere close to Atlanta. However, the passion, that that deep-seated desire to be up there, I think, you know, Holy Spirit removed it for both of us because it was one minute we were like, that's where we want to be. And then the next minute, even when we have had other opportunities to move up that way, 
the desire is just not there. You know, it's just not there. Will it return? Maybe. But we are so happy in our small town with our cobble streets, you know. It's a great place to raise a family. We're so grateful. However, in the moments when we didn't have, I'm so grateful for my parents who opened their home. No questions asked allowed us to move right in. I mean, my mother's basement <laughs> was just, it, it, it was overtaken with our possessions. Never a complaint, never a murmur. I distinctly remember a situation where we did not have the money yet from my husband's temporary job to buy groceries. My mother and father were both out of the country. I believe they were in Jamaica visiting our extended family. And we didn't have money for groceries, right? So it's just us there. And I picked up the phone and I called my Aunt Joyce. And I was like, hey, do you have any cash on you? <laughs> you know, I can't even say we're good for it. It's just basically, can you like give us some money for groceries? And no hesitation, on her way home, she had like maybe $20, $30 cash on her. She dropped it off and that was that. And it was the support that was just what we needed in that moment you know it wasn't always the big grand gestures it was just someone loving on us and you know i'm sure there are people who were talking about us and laughing about our situation behind our backs and you know some people they weren't kind you know they were very rude and just very malignant in their actions however the overarching love and encouragement and support that we got in that season that was a great part of what was able to help us bridge that gap in that moment, you know, when we were going through that season. So like I keep saying, I mean, some things happened before we got back down to where we are here now, right? But I had to apply for a different state license because I was licensed in the state of Georgia as well as Pennsylvania, but Michigan requires a different license, right? So I had to take the time out to study and sit for that exam. There was money you had to pay, you know, I had to pay money to get that exam. I don't take any of that for granted. We don't take any of that for granted. And what I want to say, I want to encourage you in this moment, you know, if you are in your Naomi season, if you have made a Moab move, even if it's not a physical move, but maybe your life plans have taken, you know, different course, maybe things have been derailed, whether it's your fault or not, go back to God and ask him to reroute, recalibrate, you know, ask him to show you what decision you have to make. For us, it was going back home. You know, it was eating humble pie. It was calling and asking for favor, favors. It was not being too proud to say, hey, we know we need some help in this moment. Can you help us? I'm going to ask you the question that Holy Spirit asked me. Apples, do you know a Naomi? Male or female, do you know someone who is having a Naomi experience? Maybe they are in their Moab move. What can you do to help? How can you be there for him or her in that season? Maybe you're not able to do financially, but you know what? Pick up the phone and call. Reach out, send a text message. Maybe that is what you can do. You can love on them. The Bible says in John 13, 35, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. Jesus says, if you love one another. Apples, I have a prompting guide 
that is going to help you identify any Naomi's in your life, okay? Remember, we're talking about the experience. So it could be a male or a female. I want for you to click down below in the show notes and grab that guide for yourself because it's going to prompt you to think of people in your life, in your circle, in your orbit, who could be going through that moment. And maybe you're aware of it, but you've kind of thought to yourself, well, you know what, I have my own things I'm going through, I have my own problems and, and issues, I can't focus on that right now. But I urge you, if you're prompted by Holy Spirit, reach out to that person. Like I said, financially, it wasn't hundreds and thousands of dollars that people helped us with. And remember, think about this newlywed couple just moved, had this, you know, big, beautiful wedding. We just moved down, you know, to like the promised land of greener grass, a new budding profession, and boom, $40 is the biggest blessing. $20 is moving a mountain. So it might not be some big financial gesture. Maybe it's just offering to fill up someone's gas tank. Maybe it's just offering to buy someone's coffee that morning. Maybe it's, you know, as simple as just saying hello, asking about them. You know, so many times we see people in the hall, and I'm guilty of this too. You see someone, you know, at your job, you see it Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekends, right, depending on your work schedule. And you see them often, and it's almost like a rote memorization script. You pass by, you say good morning, the other person responds, and as you're responding, you're passing each other, don't make eye contact, you're beelining to your office, they're going to their office, one person says, oh, how are you? Then you respond, oh, I'm good, and just keep it moving. But what if we were to stop and really look someone in the eye, okay, and say, how are you, and wait for a response? Even if they don't divulge their whole life history to you and all their problems, but if Holy Spirit is prompting you to ask your coworker, how are you, and wait for a response before you beeline into your office and start the day. What if you were to stand beside someone in the break room while you're warming up your lunch, and actually have a conversation with them and ask how the person is doing. And sometimes it's just that deep, sincere interest that can make the world of a difference in someone when they're having their Naomi season or they're in their Moab move. So again, I urge you to grab the prompt sheet. It's a just, it's a very basic sheet but it's a prompting guide that will help you identify any person in your life that you can be a blessing to this week, next week, next year. And I really want to hear your feedback, okay? So next week, let me know. Or throughout the week, let me know so I can share in you know other episodes because I know that God is going to do some amazing things through just this episode, okay? Now, Next week is going to be equally, equally good, all right, if not even better, because we are going to continue in Ruth. We're going to be reading um, 8 through 14, verses 8 through 14. Mm -mm -mm. Holy Spirit has downloaded some key points and teachable moments that will impact your life, okay? It's going to impact your personal walk with Christ and the way you treat others. I'm really excited, and trust me, apples, Trust me when I say 
you will surely get a new perspective next week. Even if you have heard teaching and preaching about Ruth before, even if you've read the whole book numerous times, something new will show up for you next week. Because like I said at the beginning of today's episode, this series is a very specific message for a specific set of listeners. I want everyone in the community to hear it. But there are specific people that God wants this message to reach. And by faith, I believe that God is going to use next week's episode as well as the others in a very specific way. And when he does, Apple's reach out to me. Let me know by email, direct message. All the contact information is listed below in the show notes. Reach out to me because I want to hear your testimony, okay? Now for next week, let me just put the caution out there, okay? Big red or yellow caution sign, okay? With the exclamation point. Caution, don't blame the messenger, all right? That's all I have to say. I am merely a mouthpiece for God. So if you have any questions or problems, you take it up with him because I am just doing as I'm told because guess what? On judgment day, when he asks me, uh, Sharonda, why didn't you tell them what I told you to tell them? I'm going to say, or I don't have to want to say, my bad. I want to say, oh no, remember daddy, I told them on season six, episode six of the good apple podcast i did i said it i did my part okay so i'm just the messenger all right so apples thank you so very much for tuning in please be sure to reach out to me don't forget to join our women's christian community group if you are a woman who is a christ follower and you love connecting genuinely with other christian women this is a community for you also if you enjoy beautiful things we do a lot of lifestyle as well in the women's community group so make sure that you click down below to find out information how you can join this is your personal invitation all right we'd love to have you so until next sunday apples remember i am dr sharonda simone and i will either see you at the top or from the top you decide bye